We're here at the 36th Annual Chili Bowl Nationals with Tuesday night prelim winner Buddy Kofoid and crew chief Jarrett Martin. Gentlemen, thank you for taking the time to come on Pass Points Podcast. Yeah, thanks for having us. Uh, it should be fun. So, but first off, congratulations to both of you two. Uh, that was a hell of a race to watch, guys. Yeah, I know. It's fun to be a part of. Um, you know, we had high expectations going into it, but um, we knew we could do it, but we knew it was going to be tough, but it was right. uh, even more satisfying to get it done. Yeah, I know, Jarrett, we've talked a lot this week. You guys have a lot of confidence coming into this building. How key is it to have the confidence knowing that you guys are going into such a stacked night on Tuesday night with all those all those contenders there? Uh, yeah, it's kind of, uh, kind of the point of uh, going on Tuesday is to take everybody on uh, straight away and uh, take on Kyle, take on Christopher, and and um, kind of show everybody uh, what what we got going on. So I'm pretty happy. I mean, I, I wouldn't say I'm surprised because, you know, that's our whole goal is to go out there and um, basically beat Kyle head on and, and uh, go from there. So I'm glad we, we showed what we had and, uh, and it worked out uh, really well. You know, we've, we've kind of had some text messages back and forth talking about weird you guys winning the USAC National Championship but feeling like you're coming to this event as an underdog. Do you feel like you guys made a statement last night or are you just doing what you do? I would say a little bit of both. Um, everyone looks at Tuesday as Kyle's night, um, and I wanted it to be my night. So uh, we just uh, put ourselves in a good position all day with, um, you know, the heat race qualifier and then obviously in the feature. Um you know, and we've raced uh, with Kyle, you know, head on before and have had good success. And that gave me confidence knowing that we could do it again. You know, it's pretty crazy. I seen a stat this morning. I didn't even realize that your first Chili Bowl prelim night, you got third, your second, you got second. And then this one, you got first. Um, I guess from here on out, the only way to get better is to win Saturday night. Yeah, I know. It's, um, you know, it's kind of a, a cool statistic. And, and Jared and I talked about that. He's like, yeah, we we're third two years ago and second last year. Now we got to go on better. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it uh, just to make it even better, just to repeat on Saturday. Yeah. Watching the race last night, you know, you you started front row outside, Kyle on the pole. Um, he got the jump on you, which was kind of expected with the way they worked the track pre- yeah. previous to the race. Um, but you were really you were running him down the whole race, and when he had a long green flag green flag run, you got into lap traffic. It kind of looked like you were going to get a shot at him there, and then the yellow finally came out. What's going through your mind there in lap traffic, trying to trying to scheme how you're going to get through it? Because at that point in the race, it had turned into a multi group track. Yeah. So, yeah, like you said, starting on the outside, I feel like was a little bit of a disadvantage, just because it seems like here the bottom uh, of the straightaway retains a lot of moisture just because it usually gets top dominant so it slicks off the top of the straightaway and um so i kind of figured that and i knew that um if i could keep my momentum up on the top then when it comes in that i'll be even faster when the other guys move up if i can try and stay in second and um and then eventually he moved up and we're just kind of trying to stay with him and chase him um you know because in my years of racing you know i've won races in traffic but i've also lost races in traffic so uh, I really like traffic and, and look forward to it. Um, but my opportunity didn't really come in traffic like I thought it would just because of how hard everyone was racing in the back. And, and it was still two groove, um, you know, more at the time than unlike the end of the race, I guess. So um, I didn't think I would necessarily get him in clean air. I thought it would be more in traffic. Yeah. I noticed when, when they had the caution come out on lap 22, um, you know, it kind of cleared the air. That could go one of two ways. Larson in clear tracks, you know, could be dangerous. Um, but, you know, you went right after him, but it, it seemed like right out of that caution, 
you were really tied on the top. At least in three and four where I was sitting, you were really tied on the top. And the caution come out two laps later. Did you make any adjustments under that caution, maybe mentally or both physically with the car? I know you have a few adjustments inside. Um, yeah, so I guess rewinding back a little bit before that, I had kind of given up on the top because I decided to move to the bottom in three and four because I knew how treacherous it was. I knew if I could run the bottom, um, you know, and be tidy around the bottom, that I knew that it would be good on exit because I felt like I was giving up a lot on exit to try and not run into the parking curb right. pretty much. Um, and I felt like I was gaining on him. And then I pulled him off the top when I showed her nose and he went to the bottom. And uh, I just uh, might as well just go to the top um, and got tight, but still kind of stayed with him more than I thought. Um, and he was he moved to the bottom in one and two, which to me was wasn't the preferred groove in one and two at the time. Um, but I, I think, you know, I really didn't touch the shocks that much, if anything. Uh, for the cushion at the time, I I probably tied the left front down a little bit and and played with the right rear a little bit just to keep it from getting over too hard, just in case maybe I made a little mistake or right. got in maybe a couple feet deeper and, and got myself a little tight. So um, just enough to help me be a little bit more secure, but I didn't have to do much. Yeah. Jarrett, when you're in that situation as a crew chief watching Buddy on the track and under caution, you see, you know, like maybe that there might be a change that he can make in the car. Um, how much is that is in Buddy's hands or is there kind of a, a, a chat discussion beforehand knowing if you're in this situation, make these adjustments? Uh, yeah, usually we usually we have a little brief before we go out. Um, last night we, we, were, we were sitting up in stage and getting ready to push down the ramp and uh, we made some some changes right before that and you know um talked about what what uh, i figured he should do in what situation and, and you know it kind of lines up with what we ended up there and then um as far as watching on the racetrack um if it's if it's if it's pretty obvious what we need to be doing then he's probably already headed that direction uh unless it's it's something that um i can maybe see that he doesn't feel yet so uh, other than that, it's uh, I feel like um, communicating from the pits to the racetrack with with Buddy and I is is kind of where we have an advantage over a lot of people, um, which you know we we we've worked on that for a long time and it's uh, it has definitely paid off. Uh, it it's worth it to, yeah. to to be able to have that. You know, Buddy, there's been a lot of discussion about the the big screen. Um, you people using it as a rearview mirror. Um, even at one point in the race early on, it felt like you had a run going on the top and all of a sudden Larson moves to the top. Um, do you as a driver, like I personally could never think to look look up at it. Do you use that screen at all? Uh, so it's funny because I know a lot of people use it and it's there as a tool or not really as a made for a tool, but people use it as a right. tool. So it's like, well, you know, I wouldn't need to use it. But the main event yesterday was the first time I probably looked at it all week since we've been here. I don't know why I just haven't gotten into the habit, really. I did a little bit yesterday because I knew other people was using it, and I knew being up front that it was going to be crucial. Um, but I feel like it's kind of harder for some people, especially us. Like I said in press conference yesterday, I feel like I sit a little taller than some other drivers, and then uh, Having your the visor. size of our visor, yeah. I feel like it blocks it 
um, a little bit earlier than some people. So I can only see it maybe for this much time, but then other people can see it for maybe a little bit deeper right. in the straightaway. But I started probably looking at it um, about halfway, um, and I could see two white cars, and I knew that it's obviously me and Kyle. So yeah. I knew I was seeing that Kyle was probably, um, you know, checking that out too, and um, you know maybe knew that he had to be on it, um, but still smooth. And I don't know if I feel like sometimes that can I don't want to say get in your head because I feel like Kyle's mentally one of the smartest race car drivers out there. Right. And being mentally strong is, I feel like, a lot of the battle. But um, I feel like sometimes I can still kind of make or break you. Yeah. You know, you, so obviously you end up winning that race. Uh, kind of walk us through some of the post-race emotions and thoughts of winning that race. Uh, you know, you kind of got your little victory lap there, but you didn't go crazy doing donuts, things like that. Was it, you know, big win, but kind of the mind thought or the thought process is there's still one more to go? Uh, yeah, so I've... I guess going back to like celebration stuff, I've never done a donut before, and I've I'm not a huge fan of it. Okay. And I feel like also you don't want to wear your stuff out right. anymore. Um, but I feel like that stuff like that to that extent would be more reserved for Saturday anyway, where I yeah. feel like that's maybe a little bit more justified. Um, like to me, like I like the cage celebrations and yeah. and being with the guys around the car more than wearing the thing out doing donuts um to me i get a little bit more gratification in the infield where does this win stack up for you personally one of the probably top two or top three for sure i know Jarrett. you guys have won western world together you obviously got the usac national championship but where does this win stack up for you it's definitely pretty high up on the list um this one uh the previous night with carrick that was that was pretty big too um and, uh, you know, we've won a lot of races, but um, like like we've talked about with some of our crew guys, you know, sometimes it's just kind of going through the motions. It, as bad as it sounds when you win, you just wander on down to victory lane and hang out for a minute right. and then go home. But this is one of the few times where everybody really, really gets excited. And I'm just uh, I, I'm anxious to see what happens on Saturday if we can pull it off. What, yeah. What's going to happen down there? Might might go crazy. You guys are in a good position. Um, you did something that people haven't been able to do in four years, and you kind of got. Let's say, I, I'd like to think that you guys kind of knocked Larson off of his game. You put him in the lower half of the pole shuffle now, so he's going to have to work at getting his way back towards the front. Now I know it's a long race on Saturday, but do you guys feel at all like maybe you punched Goliath in the mouth and just maybe shocked him a little bit? Uh, yeah, I I feel. I, I don't know if I go that far, but the I mean that I feel like that was kind of the the I wouldn't say the goal, but that was kind of the intention to, right. to run on Tuesday and 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 do something like that. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, um, you still have fifty five laps Saturday, right. but yeah, yeah. Um, I think kind of the point of going Saturday was you got to face someone like Kyle at some point. Yeah. So why not do it? Yeah. Earlier on and see what you got instead of on the night that maybe it counts a little bit more. Right. You for sure definitely know where you stand head-to-head at the moment. Um, you guys feel like there's room to improve for Saturday? I I think we could have got a little bit more out of it. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think Buddy ran a really, really, really good race, um, and I can't I can't speak to uh, what he could or couldn't do better, but as, as far as my side of things, uh, we're definitely um, – right where we need to be but you know there's always room for improvement so 
we're not going to stop searching. I, obviously, nobody else has has stopped searching, especially you know Kyle and and um, Christopher and Courtney and all those guys that we're having to worry about. So right. we can't we can't really slow down on getting better either. Yeah, and um, just because you win doesn't mean that you stop and you're content. Right. Uh, in this game, you can't ever be content. Um, and I think there's room for improvement car-wise, but then I think I could have been a little bit more tidy on the bottom, to yeah. be honest. I feel like I underestimated how narrow it got the last few laps on the bottom, but I feel like um, I ran it pretty well and, and stuck with it and moved down at the right time to where I was down there maybe before Kyle was, so I was more um, used to it and adapted to it before he did, but then also I feel like also on our outdoor season, or really anywhere we go, Keith's cars or you know the Coons cars in general are so good on the cushion. I think like we have some of the best stuff on the cushion, um, and I think that's the best car I've had at the Chili Bowl yet. And um, I think there's still more to go to be even better, and hopefully at that point make it the best. I think one of the keys to winning on Saturday has got to be being able to set up a car for a long race. Um, and, and 55 laps is, is just a, a beast in itself. And I feel like you guys were one of the fastest, were, were obviously the fastest car at the end of the race. I felt like you kept picking up speed. Jarrett, what goes into the mindset of being able to set up a car for the latter half of a race but not lose ground in the, in the, in the first half? Um, it comes down to, I guess, the perspective and the way that you look at it. You gotta have have a guy that can handle uh, a car early if the track is expected to change a lot. You gotta have a guy that'll pretty much drive through it until it gets down to down to the money laps and uh, where everything really counts to get it done. Um, last year here was was tough because they did such a such a major rework of the track. It was hard for me to you know not have an experience here. It was hard for me to kind of judge where we needed to be and how much it was going to change over the course of that race and uh, i just think where i'm at as as far as um what i'm doing to uh, read the track and and do what we can do to be fast at the end is is as good as we've ever been like buddy said it's something we work on here and outdoors and everywhere we go so uh, you know you have to keep the whole race in mind because you know you don't you don't need to be uh, going backwards in the beginning of the race, but you know, again, like you said, it comes down to the end, and that's what really counts. Right. Well, I appreciate your guys' time. I wish you the best of luck on Saturday. Uh, hopefully, everything turns out well, and we'll be talking to you as the 2022 Chili Bowl champions. And I wanted to make sure on air, thank you guys for winning me a bet because I was able to go out on a. I didn't feel like it was out on a limb, but my father-in-law thought I was crazy for betting on Kofoid over Larson. Uh, but I got a lunch out of it, so I appreciate you guys. Roger that. I already oh, got the, the Venmo from uh, Shipley for our 30 rack of beer. So oh, there you go. That's pretty good. One. We'll put it in the cooler. All right. We appreciate you guys. Best of luck Saturday, and we'll talk to you after the main event. Thank you. Thanks for having us.